I've got and all that. Oh, I've got a story with a sting in its proboscis. Welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. We've both picked stories from the past. Who knows what's going to win? Lizzie Roper. Lizzie Roper knows which is going to win. Lizzie Philip Roper is here to tell us which. <laughs> Lizzie Roper, who licks her finger and sticks it in the <laughs> So glad you that with Inga. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I put it in the air. Like, I'm, like which way is the wind blowing from? Who's going to win? I don't know. Well, Ask my finger. Which B&Q you're in. Yeah, B&Q. You <laughs> a couple of days ago. <laughs> I'm, I, I would they like were so potent. I'm sure they're still lingering. I'm sure the staff are complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's filling in a report every day. 28th September. <laughs> Smell still present. Seven out of ten talk, for beefiness. Talk about uh, social distancing. <laughs> I'm going to take us to 1781, when the British Empire was defeated by an insect. This is Uh during the American Revolutionary War. General Cornwallis and everyone else had got bored with fighting in the north of America, uh, where they'd sort of win and lose things like New York and Washington and Boston. And so they had an idea. They said, ah, what if we take over the south? Because the south is pretty much empty. We can just sort of wander around there, take over everything, and then we can squeeze the Americans in from both sides and... That'll learn them. Um, so they, they, that was called the Southern Strategy. And from 1779 onwards, they uh, took 9,000 men to go and march around the South. And they took quite a lot of it. They kept winning battles and winning battles. Um, unfortunately, they took mainly Scots and people from the North. Um, and in the South of America, they had lots of mosquitoes, many of whom bore malaria. So they everywhere they went, they won battles and still lost huge numbers of men, as every time they camped, uh, they camped next to a swamp and ended up getting malaria. So in Ow. 1781, General Cornwallis went, no, 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 you know what, this is ridiculous. We lost so many people last year, almost half of our people. Uh, let's march north just for the summer. Uh, at that point, a German visitor had said, Carolina in the spring is paradise, in the summer it is hell, and in the autumn it is a hospital. So in April 1781, he fled the Carolinas, went back to New York, and the commander said, no, get back there, go back to Tidewater, uh, near Yorktown. So they did, they marched back to Yorktown, where there was loads of malaria, Got promptly got besieged and tried to wait for British reinforcements. Uh, a Franco-American army turned up um, and looked and went, ha-ha, everyone in there's got malaria. Uh, half the men were too sick to do any duty at all. There wasn't much cure for malaria. People <clears throat> did suggest bleeding people, eating mercury, strapping <laughs> pigeons to your feet. Yes. Yes, that if you go works, to pigeon feet, uh, <laughs> yes. some of the malaria you can treat. Uh, the only thing that actually worked the was... Mercury <laughs> The only thing that actually worked was chewing cinchona bark. Ah. Unfortunately, the Spanish controlled the uh, flow of cinchona bark, and they hated the English at this time. We hate you. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> nice try, <Archon>. <laughs> Nice try. Oh, you want my bark? Oh, you want to chew on my bark? <laughs> my bark is not as bad as my bite. <laughs> oh, oh, yes! <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway, so General Cornwallis, everyone, half, half the people were sick, too sick to do duty. They surrendered, and that was the end of the British hopes in uh, North America during the Revolutionary War. Pretty much, um, the British fleet turned up five days too late, and Cornwallis had already surrendered, and that was pretty much the end for the British in North America. Um, mosquitoes had also made Hannibal turn back from Rome, uh, turned Genghis Khan away, and halted Napoleon. Um, Malaria killed 4,000 English. Oliver Cromwell died of malaria. Essentially, mosquitoes are the best army you could have. If the mosquitoes are on your side, you will definitely win. Essentially. Yeah. Right. Cornwallis couldn't attend the surrender himself because he was too ill, too Ill with malaria. Oh. Mm. Thank you, Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> and Cheryl Cole. Yeah. <laughs> um... I've got the 28th of September. I mean, it's date fight. We had mm-hmm. to. 1066. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And William the Conqueror, or mm. to use his French name, William the Conqueror, yeah. lands in England, beginning the Norman Conquest. Yes. Uh, they landed in Pevensey in Sussex. Very nice. Uh, mm. On this date in 1066, and they put up mm. a castle made of wood, which I feel like you know anyone got a match. Like it's not. No, but an exciting thing about that is it was a flat pack castle. They had it all pre-prepared. It was the first. Yeah, IKEA they castle. generally brought it over in bits and put it up, so they got it up really quickly. Wow! Oh, and also, crap, English people didn't have castles at that point, so they looked at it and went, "What on earth is that?" Good lord! And the French all went inside and said, "Hello, <laughs> you cannot get us now." Brilliant, in the style of John Cleese. Yeah, absolutely. They are older. Well, hang on. They didn't have ca- what? So no castles in the UK are older than than ten sixty six. Ten sixty six. That's the first, the first uh, official tower is the White Tower in the Tower of London, which oh, is ten eighty six. Oh wow! They did have sort of fortified. There were hill forts, so if there was already a hill there, you might put some spikes around it. But they didn't have. Let's build a building that's uh, strong enough for people not to get into. Wow. Lovely. Um, So what I didn't know, uh, well, I didn't know anything about it because I didn't really study any of that. I didn't know that England had already been invaded by the Norwegian king, Harold. Yeah, Harold was up up the top. Up the top there. Uh, And then Vikings, wasn't it? And then, then, you know, William's come up the bottom. Yeah. And uh, and he's only one, so uh, killing Harold. What I didn't know was that, uh, among other things, obviously it changed a lot of the... uh, the structure, not the the governance so much. I think they kept that infrastructure, but the uh, the social structure and the hierarchy and all of that. But also, mm. it uh, began the formal and temporary elimination of slavery. Mm. Uh, oh. Slavery was abolished as a thing uh, as a result oh, of that. That's nice, but <laughs> it's too good to quit forever. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's so make good. its way back now. I gotta, I gotta, Where were they I getting the slaves from at this point? Uh, well, I think I think it was like there were serfs and there were slaves. Mm. You could have, yep. you know, all all of that stuff. But those slaves were then free to become serfs. So <laughs> I'm sure it was miles <laughs> better. Miles better. Oh, be still my beating heart. Yes. So, yeah. Well, two yeah. wonderful defeats for the English today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got them losing North America and losing England. Yeah. So, let's do the birthdays. Let's do some birthdays. Happy birthday to Isabel Pell, the social. How do you get to be a socialite? I'd love to be a socialite. 
she was born in 1900 to the daughter of a wealthy real estate agent who died when she was 13 but left the family penniless. She went on to become an actor, an estate agent, uh, and in the Second World War she joined the French Revolution, which was known as the Girl with the Blonde Locks. Uh, when the Americans landed in France, she tried to join the US Air Force, was told they didn't have women's uniforms. She was often photographed hanging around with other heiresses, um, practicing healthy sports like tennis and golf, and leading many the people to speculate ones. on whether or not they were having affairs with each other. Um, and she collapsed at dinner with a friend at the age of 51, uh, had the starter, died before the main course. Oh. That's the way to go. So I was dividing up the bill, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I didn't well, have a I starter. I just had the starter, <laughs> yeah. and I'm dead now, so... <laughs> Happy death day to Miles Davis, the Juilliard-trained uh, trumpeter who turned down a job in Duke Ellington's band so he could join with Jerry Mulligan and Gil Evans. Um, he's good for a bit, and then there are the weird albums that no one really likes, but everyone has to pretend to like. <laughs> That's Miles Davis. Oh, he was... The polyps removed from his larynx at one point, and what? the doctor said... He had polyps removed from his larynx. And the doctor said, don't say anything. You'll just make it worse. There are stitches on your larynx now, so you want to be very careful. And he promptly went outside, had an argument with his heroin dealer, and which is why he had a raspy voice for the rest of his life. Oh, those awful notes. Yeah. Oh, yes. What's your favourite way of beating the English? With Frenchmen or with mosquitoes? Come on. Which annoying vermin do you think... (sighs) Well, I very much enjoyed Nathaniel Tapley's bad pun and worst accent. Mm. Um, (laughs) That was delightful. Um, 1066, even Joey Essex probably knows that he probably doesn't know the 1066 date, does he? Does that turn up in the jungle? I don't know. Um, We've all learned something today, haven't we? We don't know Mm. what we're doing. So, groping around in the dark, I'm going to grab for Nat Tapley's face, kiss it hard and declare him the winner. Lovely. Thank you very much. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Are you sure about yours? Because I've got that done as tomorrow, William the Conqueror landing at Pevensey. (laughs) Doesn't matter. It says 28th of September in my book. What book was that? Wikipedia book. (laughs) Well, yes. Yes. Well, (laughs) Wikipedia's never wrong. Hang on. Hang on. Are you? Oh, maybe also when they left. Is that when they left the Norman coast? No, they left on the 27th. They landed on the 28th. Hang on. 10.66. William the Conqueror lands in England. So hang on. This one definitely says the 29th. Hmm. It's almost like it happened so long ago, no one really knows. Yeah, yeah. almost. Has anyone got William the Conqueror's diary? None of it. Bye, everyone. None of it. <laughs>